Bruce Newberry. The food dude. Are you hungry? Bruce, you're making us hungry. I am dining out. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. You're a food dude. I'm very happy to be here dining out with Bruce Newberry here in Rhode Island. That should be your name, the food dude. Hello again. Welcome to the Tastiest Talk Show on the radio. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. And welcome to the Big E. Yes, we are back uh, for the first time in like 10 years, I think, here at the Big E. And uh, it is nice to be with you. It is great to be with uh, all of this food and uh, just this whole this whole spirit and vibe that comes out of the Big E and has for uh, years and years and years. Well, the building that I'm sitting in is going to be uh, 100 years old. I think in a week, uh, we're in the Vermont building. The Rhode Island building, where we're going a little later on, is the, the kind of urban renewal here at the Big E. It's only 65 years old, so it's a, it's a young structure. But uh, we're here with Cabot, Cabot cheese and Cabot butter, and we're just uh, talking with one of our Cabot farmers, and I'm here with Mother Myrick's Confectionery and the personage of Mother Myrick's, our friend Ron, from Manchester, Vermont. Good morning. Well, good morning, Bruce. Nice to be here. Well, it's great to have you here, and it's great to be your neighbor. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. And I have two words, Lemon Lulu. Now, this is an amazing thing, and I think there are two kinds of people in the world here around, people that know Lemon Lulu and people that don't. But Lemon Lulu is probably the ultimate pound cake. Uh, yes, it, it's actually a, a kind of a cross between a pound and a sponge cake, and it's an all-lemon cake, very soft and tender, and we pour a fresh lemon juice glaze over it. Uh, we've been making the cake for 42 years, and this, the backstory on Lemon Lulu is... Um, uh, a friend of ours who introduced my wife to me, uh, her 80-year-old aunt was going driving up to Vermont from Old Lyme, Connecticut to celebrate her 80th birthday, and she brought her own birthday cake. And we were making cookies and brownies. We had an ice cream parlor back in the 70s and 80s and 90s. In and Manchester? In Manchester, in Vermont. And uh, so uh, we said and we were baking at home before we had our bake shop. And we said, Aunt Lou, the cake's delicious. Can we um, make it and sell it? And so we named it after Aunt Lou. She lived into her 90s, and the cake, 42 years later, is one of our most popular cakes, not only in our retail store, but online. We have a lot of corporate customers that send our Lemon Lulu cakes, along with our Buttercrunch Toffee, which is actually even more popular oh, than Lemon is, Lulu. That is amazing. I had a little bit. Uh, you recommended it for breakfast. Uh, it's not just for breakfast anymore, uh, but it is amazing. Tell about the Butter Crunch. So the Butter Crunch is a caramelized butter and sugar toffee that we make, and we use Cabot butter exclusively. Uh, and uh, it's very simple. Uh, we uh, cook it. We cut it in squares. We dip it in chocolate, either milk or dark chocolate. And then we gr- uh, uh, roll the product in freshly ground uh, cashews and almonds that we roast ourselves, we grind them. It's all a handmade product. And I had a taste of of both, the milk and the dark, and uh, they're amazing. I kind of, it, it's really incredible, Ron, because I'm kind of a dark chocolate person, 
but I, I kind of like the milk. Well, it's interesting that you say that because the milk chocolate butter crunch is, is more traditional, number one. Mm. We started making dark chocolate butter crunch about 35 years ago when our customers were asking for it. And now about a third of our butter crunch sales are dark chocolate. However, we have many dark chocolate aficionados who prefer the milk chocolate butter crunch. And I think the, probably because the milk chocolate is more complementary to the toffee. So it, what I, I like to say, it eats well. It does. It eats very, very well. Uh, it's, uh, if, you think of, if you think of toffee, well, you have to toss out all of what you thought about toffee because this is tender and creamy, and it is not uh, a, a tooth buster. It is not a jawbreaker. Uh, and uh, you can see why toffee, well, toffee kind of had this sort of resurgence with the gourmet ice cream movement. You should sure, know when, about when that. Sure, when Ben & Jerry's uh, sure. started to and use. with, uh, what's his face, east of here, Steve's, with the right, mixings. Right, absolutely, and with the mixings. They were putting in the uh, Heath Bar the Crunch. The Heath Bar Crunch. And that kind of elevated the Heath Bar uh, to the status that it enjoys today. Well, I think you elevated the Heath Bar. Well, thank you so much for that. You know, so yeah, they. Um, a lot of people are fond of saying that uh, our butter crunch is Heath Bar on steroids. Yeah, uh, I, and they mean it. <laughs> so, but that's not all we're about. Even though we're at the Big E bringing these two items, and we sample our butter crunch very aggressively, so people can come by, and we've got a perfect fall day. It for is. a wonderful day at the Eastern States Exposition. And as you say, we're in the Vermont building, which is a wonderful gourmet delight because so many of the vendors here are offering their own personal their products. Um, but at our, our retail store in Manchester, Vermont, we, I make a full line of truffles, caramels. We make all our own cakes and pies. And uh, so and we've been in business 45 years. Wow. And... Uh, and about 25 years ago, we started to aggressively market our online sales. Yeah. And now that's the majority of our business. So people can go to our website, uh, mothermyricks.com, and see the array of products that we have to offer. And with the holidays coming up, especially Buttercrunch and Lemon Lulu are oh, yeah. two traditional popular gifts for the holidays. I, I think we may have found a couple of... <laughs> New gift ideas for sure. Uh, now we're we're heard uh, in Southern Vermont as well on uh, WBTN and Bennington, and so we hope that uh, our friends in in the Shires are going to uh, make sure that uh, they stop by and visit you. Well, that's and and uh, your listeners in Newport. Yes, uh, we have a lot of Rhode Island customers, people that originally traveled to Vermont on vacation, came to our store, fell in love with our product and now uh, buy it online. Um, and we have some businesses in, in Rhode Island that also do the same. Excellent. Uh, well, we're so glad to, to be able to connect you up. That's great. Good job. How long have you been coming to the Big E? This is our 12th year at the Big E. Oh, wow. That's great. Now, how did you, how did you get started? I'm, I'm interested in this because I'm just kind of discovering uh, this whole connection with uh, people like yourself, uh, food purveyors and artisans and creators from all over New England and the Avenue of States that, that come here and kind of set up a branch of your store. Oh, absolutely. The and it's an amazing a, thing. It's a very important part of our business. And the way uh, we got involved... Uh, we are a member of the Vermont Specialty Food ah, Association. Yeah, good and, group. Uh, great. And uh, there was uh, Vermont Specialty Food Day, 
and where we were able to, Vermont specialty food producers were able to set up on the lawn in front of the Vermont building to sell to the public. And it also gave uh, businesses like ours the opportunity to see how, uh, whether or not this was the right thing to do. Uh, we did very well that day. We were invited into a, uh, to do a rotating booth the following year. Ah. And the rotating booths give small companies a chance to spend three, four, five, six, seven days. And I did a rotating booth for three years, and then I was graced with the opportunity to have a, have a um, booth for the entire event. Wow. Wow. And we've been coming all these years, and we have a lot of our Buttercrunch buyers. We have 4,000 Buttercrunch buyers whose emails we send. We send emails to... How much Buttercrunch is that? Uh, well, these are, the, these are people that have bought Buttercrunch at the Big E. Wow. And uh, so we stay in touch with them through email and social media. And so they come to the uh, to Big E every year and stock up on their Buttercrunch. And it's <laughs> great to rekindle our relationship with these friends that have been really loyal to us and to our brand and to Vermont. Fantastic. What a great story. And what a wonderful product. And uh, it's, it's uh, you seem like you're enjoying yourself here. Well, you know, we look at ourselves. There's two things we want to accomplish. We want to make sure that our customers are buying our product, but we also want them to have a great time. We feel that at our booth, we're Vermont ambassadors. Yeah. And uh, we're part of that. Uh, so any interaction that you have with anybody here in the Vermont building uh, is a testimony to uh, how we treat visitors coming to Vermont and how we encourage people to move to Vermont and start businesses in Vermont. Uh, and uh, it, we really welcome that, and it's, it's a great place to live. I've lived there for 45 years. And now, enjoyed, are you from Connecticut? Uh, actually, I grew up in New York City. Oh, did you? All right. I could tell there was something there, but I, I couldn't tell exactly where it was. Okay, I got you. Very, very good. What, what was the connection with Old Lyme and your aunt? I, I, um, there was a, a woman who I met in uh, Vermont yeah, yeah. who was from Old Lyme, and uh, it was her aunt that was coming up to oh, visit Oh, I see. Her. Right. That's all. It's a lovely spot there along the shore. Oh, Old Lyme's great. Yeah. We've been down to visit them. It's, it's, it's been a long-term relationship. Very, very good. It's a, uh, Our meteorologist lives in that area. Uh-huh. Uh, he lives in Old Saybrook. Oh, sure. Uh, right across the river. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it, it, it really is a, a lovely place. Well, how can we find out more about Mother Myrick's Confectionery of Manchester, Vermont? Well, I think the easiest way to do it is to go online to our website or go to our Facebook posts and our Instagram. And, uh, and you'll see a lot of... My wife does a lot of posting of a lot of our stuff items that we sell in our store. Um, but that would be the best thing. We also have an 800 number. If you want information, it's 888-669-7425. And uh, we're available to take calls and questions and orders and uh, encourage people to come and visit. Fantastic. Well, it's so great to meet you. So good to be your neighbor here in the Vermont building. Thanks very much for spending some time with us today. Great, Bruce. I appreciate the opportunity. My great, great pleasure. All the best to you. Ron from Mother Myrick's Confectionery, and that's a taste of what's going on here in the Vermont building at the Big E. Official coffee, spring line coffee out of Newport, Rhode Island, nautically inspired micro-roasted coffee. Now, I've tried a lot of coffee, and 
and at one time tasted coffee for a living. And Springline Signature Blend is what I brew in the Broadcast Bistro. It's a dark roast with full flavor, some bright notes from dark roast beans from Costa Rica, Sumatra, and Colombia. Springline Signature. It'll be your new favorite ritual. It makes a great cappuccino, espresso. It is an excellent cup out of your drip coffee brewer. Oh, make a whole pot. Hey, I can save you some money. If you order now, you'll save 15% if you use the promo code FOODDUDE, or one word, FOODDUDE, when you order at SpringlineCoffee.com. So shop SpringlineCoffee.com. Save 15% at checkout when you use the code FOODDUDE. Fantastic. We are here at the greatest, the Big E, here in Massachusetts, in the Vermont building. So we're, you know, kind of... On a, a, a Vermont territory. It's like being on an island in Lake Champlain with island homemade ice cream. Uh, we have some tremendous food here in the Vermont building. There is amazing food all over the Big E. A little bit of extreme food, uh, deep fried, uh, all kinds of delights and things. And uh, the giant cream puff is kind of the signature here at the Big E. And they have a chocolate cream puff this year. But we are here for the great Cabot Cabot from Vermont and Cabot from uh, here in Massachusetts, actually, because uh, Cabot has some dairy plants all over and some cows all over. And uh, I would like to introduce you to a Cabot farmer here in Massachusetts. Uh, Nicole Fletcher is here in the Vermont building. Nice to see you. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Nicole, great to see you. And you're not alone or you weren't alone. You had your girls with you. Yep. We had a good time down here. We were here from Sunday to Wednesday and brought seven animals out to show. And they were what, Jerseys, Holsteins? Well, we have we have Holsteins and Jerseys on our farm. And uh, the Jerseys, besides the fact that they make, you know, the really rich, good butterfat milk, I, I prefer them because I think they're funny. I think, you know, they are so <laughs> sassy and they are the ones that will get into trouble. They're the ones, they're really smart. So they... They pick up on stuff quickly, and uh, it can it can also uh, work against them in some instances. But I, I just find them to be uh, a very entertaining cow. So I have to ask, what makes a cow a sassy cow? Sassy? Uh, well, they just you know they have that look about them. I think they when when you have a cow that knows how to open a gate on her own, or a cow that knows you know she has yep. her particular stall, and if someone else gets in it, she is quick to shove them out of her way. <laughs> Um, the jerseys are usually the ones that are leading the pack, whether it's out to pasture or through a broken fence or whatever. It's usually a jersey in the lead. So, um, And I, I just find them to be just, they're comical to watch. That's it. That is a sassy cow yeah, for sassy. sure. And they make the amazing milk that turns into the amazing Cabot butter. These are uh, the cows that make the incredible Cabot butter and the Cabot butter is being made into the giant butter sculpture here at the Big E. Cabot uh, provides all the butter for the butter sculpture, which is uh, one of the main attractions here at the Big E. But uh, we're in the Vermont building, so we are with a whole bunch of Vermont food vendors and purveyors like Cabin and like Mother Myricks and uh, like uh, Harpoon. And uh, there are just uh, so many of them. We've got some sugar makers going on in here and uh, some of the the spirit, the craft beer and a little bit of the distilled spirit as well. So it's uh, just a little bit of Vermont right here. And it uh, we show it to the world 
here at the Big E. So we're here and we have some Cabot coupons. Now, if you want to get a look at Nicole Fletcher and her farm and her sassy cows, there's a way that you can do that on the Cabot package. Yeah, we've been we've been doing some new packaging. A lot of the Cabot, you may have noticed, uh, a lot of the Cabot products have we've sort of overhauled the pra- packaging, given a little fresh look. Um, and I know on some of the the packaging, such as the butter. Um, we have, you know, added words like the creamy, and we want to we want to make sure people realize how delicious it is. And certainly, the um, it's brightened up a little bit, and and trying to make it a little more eye catching. So there lots you go, of cabbage right? butter. <laughs> Good job. Going right through the line, and and you'll notice there's still the traditional plaid is on there, but um, just to incorporate that it's you know Vermont and New England, and um, that right. it's family farms, and and uh, it is. You'll notice on like the butter and some of those packaging, there's there's photos um, of some of the farmers. I know my family is actually on the back of the um, yellow cheddar mac and cheese boxes, which is pretty which is pretty cool. You we, want to get a look at Nicole and her family? Yeah, we found out we were on the back, and we were in the grocery store, and I was like, buy them all, buy them. <laughs> we're on the we're on the back of the packaging. It's pretty cool. It's like the Wheaties box. But it's cool to see the families on there and see every you know, see the people that are taking care of the cows and making the good milk for all these products. It's nice to see the families. So really so is. true. I'm looking at a Cabot butter box now, and it says sweet cream. Mm. So whether it's the seriously sharp uh, cheddar or the sweet cream butter, salted or unsalted, or the light fifty sharp cheddar with 50% less fat or the pepper jack or the the cracker cuts which are now in seriously sharp as well as pepper jack uh, you're going to see as Nicole says it's a bright package and it uh, whatever whatever you need it for you know uh, like say for uh, chili or uh, mac and cheese if one has an inclination to uh, maybe create one of those and it's, might want to enter a contest over the next few weeks or months <laughs> it's definitely mac and cheese season now we're getting into mac and cheese season for sure absolutely you know it's so funny people don't realize um they all have their own personalities i mean i i tell people all the time i've got shy cows i've got outgoing cows i've got jerks i've got <laughs> sweethearts i've got everything and it just, they all have their own personality and the ones that you see crossing the road if, um, that aren't behaving They've got an agenda. Don't worry. They, they do. You work with cows long enough. Nothing worse than a cow with an agenda, unless it's a cow that's a jerk. Yeah. Got them all. But that's, that's what makes it fun. That's what keeps it interesting. And you got to love them all. You know, like, every, like everybody else, there are people in different walks of life, lines of work, who just kind of want to keep to themselves and stay out of the spotlight. And yeah. then there's those fancy show cows uh, yeah. that Nicole's cows competed against here at the Big E and did pretty well, by the way. What Did, did you get a... Yeah, we were we were kind of in the middle of the pack. Um, I was I was telling Bruce, you know, we're certainly not you know high high end cows by any mean, but it's nice to see you know the regular girls get out there and get cleaned up and and look pretty for the day. And we did we had a couple placings where we were we were pretty happy and uh, had a good day and got some good pictures of them. So um, everyone's home now, resting back to the general population. I think the other cows in the barn always look at them when they come home and you know what happened to you? You're you know you got a haircut, you got all shined up, feet polished. 
Where have you been for the last couple of days? Where can we find out more about Fletcher Farm? Can we follow you? Are yeah, you- we're on Facebook. Um, we are on the Cabot. So one of the things that Cabot does is they have the Cabot Farm Trail. So if you go onto our website, the Cabot Creamery website, um, the Farm Trail has all the farms that are sort of uh, open to the public that have farm stands and different things going on. And my farm is one of them. Um, so you can go on and pretty much get a map. You can go by state and um, see what's local to you or if you're going on a road trip and might want to stop by and um, visit some of the farms and, and see some of the cows, you can certainly do that. Uh, nice. But yeah, we're online and um, we're always, we, my family has a farm stand and we do pick your own pumpkins. So we're getting ready for our busy season and love to have the visitors. It has been so great to have you with us today, Nicole. Thank you for having me. It's and been fun. We wish you and the girls all the best. Thank you. Uh, at the Fletcher Farm in Southampton, Massachusetts. And uh, just a taste of what's going on here at the Big E. We're in the Vermont building. Great to be here at the Big E. Great to be here with Cabot. And don't forget, on behalf of the Sassy Cows, to try the house dressing. Food dude, Bruce Newberry. Bruce and Amy here at the Wayberry Inn. Vermont's signature season. The season that everybody can enjoy, the fall. So if you are thinking about coming and joining us this fall, I do recommend starting to plan that trip sooner than later because we do get very busy and we don't like to say no to people. That's um, it. So, you know, make those plans and start thinking about that fall time. If you're thinking about returning to the Wayberry Inn or visiting for the very first time, 802-388-4015, make a lodging reservation. But Vermont's signature season will be here before you know it, and you don't want to miss out. Come and stay with us here at the Wayberry Inn in East Middlebury, the foothills of Breadloaf Mountain and the Green Mountains here in the Champlain Valley. It's just as lovely as you have imagined and seen during the upcoming foliage season. But it'll be here quick, so make a reservation at 802-388-4015. Yes, we don't want to miss anyone. (laughs) We'll see you sooner and later. Make a reservation. Give us a call at 802-388-4015 at the Wayberry Inn. Yes, we look forward to hearing from everybody. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Sacred Cow Granola, made with love in every mason jar with Vermont maple syrup, Maine oats, cranberries, and secret spice that creates the holy granola experience. Visit the Sacred Cow Scoop Shop, and here's a word from the Sacred Cow. Two words, pumpkin spice. Find it on the Monroe Dairy Cow Truck, Dave's Marketplace, many other locations, and at sacredcowgranola.com. We're in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, and we're still scooping Island Homemade Vermont Ice Cream. We've got a fall flavor. We've got some scoop dates. You don't stop eating ice cream just because the calendar changes. Well, you'll still find Island Homemade Vermont Ice Cream at your favorite store. If you don't see it, email Mora info at islandhomemadeicecream.com. And as always, Vermont is our secret ingredient. You know who knows everything about everything here at the Big E is Mo Frenier, who is here from the Big E and who, who is the Big E? Well, that's me. Um, we are a local agricultural institution. Yeah. Um, we have over 175 acres here. And we have over 150 food vendors, not including our state buildings, and over 300 straight sale vendors. So there's 150 kinds of food, not including the food that is in the state buildings like the Rhode Island building and the Vermont building, of which we've already talked about a bunch of the food, and we're going to talk about some more. Tell me, talk chomper to me, Mo Frenier. (laughs) So obviously, the difference in our food here is it's unique. 
So as you come on the property, it's kind of who can make the best crazy item. So the Chompers were brought in a few years ago. They're actually one of our newer vendors. Um, and each year they add a different flavor. So they have the Shepherd's Pie Chomper this year is what the new one is. Oh, so, Tell me about that. I was I was off in a completely different direction, Mo. <laughs> so basically what they do is they make a product like a chicken parm or a taco. They roll it into a ball, they bread it, and they deep fry it. Everything's deep fried. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> That's the point. Yes. Yes. So um, each year they try it. We kind of challenge them to come up with a unique new flavor, and that's what they chose this year. And I hear it's been a big hit. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I heard that the chicken pot pie was big as well but that's is that new or is that not chicken pot pie is the new one this year yep all right which is uh and again it it's just kind of everything that you love about a chicken pie a chicken pot pie and it comes with this roast chicken gravy that you dip it in. Yep, so they do a lot of side dipping. Um, so obviously all the flavors have something that you can kind of put on the side. Um, they do a good job pairing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can, that's an option. So it's not um, mandatory to put it on, but you can get it on the side it if you like it. It is an option, very good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm ready to take it on, and I'm not alone accompanying me, Ben Newberry. So get ready for the first episode of Food Dude and Son. All right, so here we are in the food court at the Big E, and we have gone and done it. We have we have a tray of chompers. They are uh, they're good size. They're about the size of a of a good size meatball or mm-hmm. a uh, you know a golf ball. Mm-hmm. And they are arancini like, absolutely deep fried. And we went we went for it. We did. The bacon cheeseburger. Yes, we certainly did. Well, after hearing Mo's description this morning, we couldn't skip those, could right, we? So here we go. All right, let's see what we got here. Ooh, that's a good crunch right out the gate. Mm. That looks absolutely loaded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My gosh, looks like you got a lot of bacon in there. It looks like it's like for as densely packed as it is, it doesn't look like it's overly packed on one thing. It looks like you do get a surprisingly good balance. It does. Not to mention that fry is looks like it's golden as all heck. A beautiful crunch. Seems to hold everything together. All right. Give it a try. Let me try this thing. Mmm. Wow. So there you go. As we're listening to an announcement of all of the other foods, the cider bomb, the giant wings. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, we have, you definitely do get bacon, cheese, and burger. Absolutely. In every bite. Absolutely, though. This, although, this will show where I'm really from. The, um, this just reminds me of just a good old, good old clam cake or clam fritter for the rest of the planet, which are wrong. Um, just cross with a uh, just cross with a good uh, just cross with a good burger. Literally, they just took a burger and stuffed it into a clam cake. <laughs> That's what I'm getting. <laughs> so, on this episode of Hot Ones, <laughs> oh yes, indeed. Oh, boy. We're talking to Ben Newberry, who's about to eat not a hot wing but a hot tender here at the Big E. Uh, so, uh, Ben's going to take his first bite. <laughs> So, I, so uh, Ted Tomlin's been has been trying to get a version of Hot Ones going for the radio. Uh, I'm not sure. Not I'm not. Surprising. I'm not quite sure how it would work. But uh, so, what do we do? So, you, so you, I just talked to you, you like just, it would be asking me any sort any of random, sort of random question while you're eating. Okay, well, so I mean, take your first bite. Well, before I do that, I'm going to stall a little bit. Take here. your just first take bite. 
and then and then we'll do the interview. So, so are you married? Not yet. <laughs> Last our check. I see. What? How's your summer been going? Uh, it's been going all right. Um, <coughs> I'm not acting for the I'm not acting for the show here, folks. I'm not. Holy cow! That is an that is instant. Whew. Unlike uh, unlike our dear host here, I still have some working taste buds in my mouth. Hey. <laughs> I'm the food dude. My my uh, taste buds are professional. I'm sorry. I so had to. so what would you say? Is it wicked hot? Is it? Oh, definitely not wicked hot. But it um, it definitely doesn't. Uh, it definitely it definitely doesn't hold anything back. It will just like it punches it right in the face right away, hmm. and it just kind of lingers for a bit. Okay. Um, I mean, there, the choices were mild, hot, or <coughs> extra hot. I like think really it was hot, really wicked hot, wicked hot, something like that. Mm-hmm. Some kind of biggie. Yeah. Terminology, which I have a feeling that would be probably just the opposite. Where it's well, one of two things come to mind: either it's just the opposite, where it's going to sneak up on you, but then it's going to kill you, or it's going to hit you and just going to stay at full throttle forever. Gotcha. Um, So it just kind of jumped out and and hit. Is it like? Do you think it's it? It is the color of Frank's hot sauce. It's kind of orangey. Do you think that's what it is? It could be. it's heavy hotter than any Franks I've ever had, um, but it definitely, um, it, it's definitely, it's definitely not bad. I mean, it's certainly not, you know, it's certainly not, you know, cheap hot sauce or anything or whatever they're using. They're definitely, um, they're definitely using good. And it seems like it's like kind of, you know, it's sticking to the, uh, it's sticking a little bit to the out to the fry itself, which is I'm assuming something that you would want, not just soaking into the meat when you bite in. Yeah. But it's hanging on to the fry. It doesn't look like it's actually. I don't think they fried them in in the hot sauce. No, definitely not. It's definitely coated afterwards. But all right, well let me being a good, uh, let me try one. Mm-hmm. So these are uh, these are tenders because uh, we're we don't have enough uh, finesse to be able to use it. Do actual wings. So I'll take a bite. All right. And I'm interviewing myself. <laughs> So, uh, so what do you think, Bruce? Well, it's lovely to be here at the Big E. Um, oh, yep, I told you. There how do is. you do? Wow. <laughs> no, yeah. I told you. Mm. <laughs> yeah, as you said, it's not. Uh, yeah. Whoa. It doesn't pull back. It's hot. It's Frank's hot. Oh, it definitely uh, is. I'm, I'm 90% sure that they use Frank's. If I were to go back and ask them, uh, I think that they would. Uh, I think that it would be Frank's. I suppose we have to do that now, just to just to uh, see if my professional taste buds know what they're talking about. But no, they're well they're well done. Uh, they're they they are fried well. Uh, they didn't spend too much time in the oil. They're crisp. Um, so, and the heat does not is not a lasting heat, which makes again makes me think that it is Frank's. It's definitely not. Definitely not a ghost pepper. It's definitely not a scotch bonnet or anything like that. It's a good hot sauce. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and it's it's quite, quite nice. So I uh, I mean, I definitely give it a uh, thumbs up or a wing up. Oh, my gosh. Mo Frenier. Great new v- vendors just won some of our foodie awards. Oh, nice. Give me one or two of those. So that's Soulfully Vegan won our savory award. And Place to Be with those crazy milkshakes won the sweet award. Oh, what, what's one of the crazy milkshake flavors? Cheesecake top cotton candy milkshake. Whoa. I mean, is there, a, is there an order that you would recommend that we 
follow to go through here? Yep, so we do have information on our website that kind of walks you through where everybody is, a map of where everybody is, and they are highlighting all of our new fair food favorites, which will be an award that you can scan at the stand, and you will present it at the end of the fair on kind of who our customers voted to be our fair favorite. Fantastic. Mo Frenier here at the Big E giving us a guided tour. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. From the Rhode Island building here at the Big E, Rhode Island brings the heat. We're here with 13 Stars Hot Sauce and Sean Maloney. Hey, Sean, good to see you. Good to see you. Good to be here. This is a great to be here at the Big E with all of this great hot sauce. Uh, you've you've got the heat. Are people uh, are people a little a little shy to come and try your sauce? It's one of those things where as soon as they try it, they get it. Yes. Yeah, so, so we're different in the sense of that we focus on a balance of flavor and heat with all of our sauces yep. rather than just blowing your butt off for no reason. There you go. Are you going to try some hot sauce? I'm sorry. Are you going to try some hot sauce? No, but I'm going to buy some. Well, it's even better. <laughs> what, uh, we've got happy customers here already. What, uh, what do you have here at the Big E today, Sean? So we have all four of our sauces here with us today. Uh, we have Mean Green, which is my personal favorite. It's a salsa verde-based sauce. A very zesty, great taco night sauce. Yeah. Uh, Big Red One, that is our best seller, is a medium heat. It's made with poblanos and red jalapenos, the two major ingredients. Very versatile. If you're a fan of Bloody Marys, it pairs really well with that. Yeah. But it's definitely a great everyday sauce. Tango Mango, that's our sweet heat mango habanero-based sauce. So you get the initial sweetness from the sweet onions, the carrots, the mango itself. That's really punch from the habanero right at the end. <laughs> And then at the top of the mountain, we have nuclear option. The name sounds worse than it is. It's very flavorful. Uh, the blend of peppers that we use in there is our Carolina Reapers, Ghost Peppers, Habanero, and Red Bell Pepper blends. It's a seasonal sauce. Seems to use all fresh peppers in our sauce. It's only available. We do about eh, two to three batches a year. Give oh, no okay. But it sits around 400,000 square units. We found that, that to be that perfect balance of flavor and heat while still having, you know, on the high side of things. Yeah, I mean, when you get into your ghost pepper, that's like millions, isn't it, of Scoville? Correct, yeah. So just to give you an idea of, of this is really uh, very kind to you. It's not gonna, not anything you need to be scared of at all, but it really brings the flavor. I love that you're actually doing this seasonally. Uh, where do the peppers come from? Where do you source them? So we source them locally when available, but we found that the actual Carolina Reapers we used, uh, the initial batch or test batches we did, we found that if they do not come from Carolina, they just don't have that same flavor and heat that we're looking for. So we really, really, uh, we're very picky with sure. what, what peppers we chose and from where. That's a great answer. Now, if all that we were talking about was great hot sauce and flavor and heat, that would be enough. But there's even more to it with 13 stars because you have a mission. We do, yeah. Tell us about that. Absolutely. So uh, a, a large por a portion of our profits goes back to support U.S. veteran and first responder causes. We also have an additional thing at the Big E. We've already actually sold out of it, but we're going to be, we're going to be restocked soon, hopefully in the next few days. It's called a Lone Star Challenge. So what you do is you eat it, you film it, and you share it. It's a million-plus Scoville chocolate star, and then you're entered into a raffle doing a year's supply of hot sauce on us. In addition to that, a large portion of the profits from that purchase goes to Pets for Vets. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Now, where can we find 13 stars? You can always find us online at 13starshotsauce.com. If you're, if you're into social media as well, we're on Instagram and Facebook under the same uh, handle. So 13starshotsauce.com. And, uh, of course, we're in the Rhode Island building at the Big E. We're at the Rhode Island building at the Big E. What more do you need to know? Uh, you're also at some select retailers like the Sacred Cow Market in Monroe Dairy. Correct. Yeah, we're in about 60-plus stores around the United States. Are you? Yes. Hey, 
that's great. Boy, congratulations on that. Now, how long ago did you get started with 13 Star Sean? So Eli and I officially launched the business back in December of 2019, so we're coming up on a three-year uh, birthday soon. Hey, that's great. Congratulations. Fantastic. Well, uh, you're making some friends here. People are real anxious to try and buy your 13 Stars veteran-owned premium hot sauce. Well, how can we find out more about 13 Stars? I would say uh, go to our website, sign up for our newsletter, and you'll learn everything you need to know. 13starshotsauce.com. Excellent. Great to talk to you and visit with you here at the Big E. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. It's all about the sauce, the barbecue, and the barbecue is having a moment, as we know here. This is a barbecue and tailgating season. So we're here in the Rhode Island building at the Big E with uh, Bob Fletcher from Bob's Southern Barbecue. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Great to be here, and great to hear about your barbecue sauce. Yeah, well, we have uh, several varieties. We have two all-purpose sauces, and uh, one's a little spicier than the other, depending on your taste. Which one's which? Uh, we have a number two sauce, which is our original, and then we have a number three sauce, which is the spicy. So it's the same. So is it, would you describe it as smoky as opposed to uh, savory or tomato based, the original? It's uh, tomato with red wine vinegar, and uh, it's not smoky, but it does have uh, a little spice to it, and the spice is cayenne. Excellent. And then, and then, is there more cayenne in the in the number three? There's more cayenne in the number three. All right. And then we have a number one sauce, which is a vinegar. Carolina. Yeah, Eastern Carolina vinegar sauce, which is really popular, good on pulled pork. Up here, up north here, we use it on uh, fish and chips, and also corned beef and cabbage. Yeah. Yep, that's really tasty. How about that? Now, how did you get the idea of going into the, the barbecue sauce head? Did you have some family recipes that you found, or how was the story? Yeah, I actually uh, retired from the military in 2016 after 31 years, and I wanted to get into a business that was uh, everybody liked. So barbecue, everyone likes barbecue, and uh, I experimented a little bit uh, prior to getting out, and I had a captive audience, which was all my soldiers. Oh, so you had, a, you had a great test market then, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. They all loved it. And, Where uh, was that? That was uh, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Oh, so you were right there in, in North Carolina. If, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere, right? That is correct. That's right smack dab in the middle of the barbecue belt in the United States. Carolina barbecue, no less. Absolutely. Good for you. That's great. So um, now I, I'm looking at some rubs here also, Bob. Yeah, we have a uh, wing and rib rub, which is a little bit sweeter. And that rub uh, has won about four dozen competitions. You know. Yep, including a competition in Australia in the wow. rib category. Yep. And then the other one is an all-purpose rub, which uh, is really great on uh, hamburgers, steaks. And I like to put it in baked beans and also on omelets. It's really good. Oh yeah, sounds sounds great. Now tell the story. You were you were in Iraq, and your son was there as well. Yes, in 0708, uh, my oldest son and I were in Iraq together. He is a uh, Marine, and he was stationed in Takatam, which is right outside of Fallujah. Uh, I was in the Army, and uh, I was stationed in Baghdad, and I had an opportunity to go out a couple times and see him in uh, Fallujah. Now, is he in the barbecue biz also? Uh, he likes to eat my barbecue. <laughs> Good thing. But he's also part of my test market, so I always tell everyone my, my sauce is uh, Marine Corps approved and Army approved. <laughs> Good job. 
Good job. So you mentioned the competitive barbecuing. Are you uh, are you a member of the competitive barbecue? Any of the barbecue society? Uh, I'm a member of the uh, uh, National Barbecue and Grilling Association, but I don't compete. But I do supply sauces and seasonings to teams that do compete. Wow! Look at you. That's great. That's great. What a what a second chapter here. Fantastic. Good for you. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. You meet a lot of nice people. We do a lot of traveling. We do about 200 shows a year. And so we're anywhere from Florida all the way up to New Hampshire. And here you are at the Big E. Where do you go from here? From here we go back and we do two seafood festivals, one in Virginia Beach and one in Moorhead City. Fantastic. Now what what will be the big uh, sellers there? You mentioned the Carolina was was pretty good on some seafood. What do you think you'll, you'll have to bring a lot of to those seafood festivals? Well, we not only have sauces and seasonings, we also have gourmet brisket jerky. And the jerky is a huge seller. Uh, I just didn't have enough to bring up here to the Big E because we'd have been sold out the first day. But uh, all of our sauces and seasonings are really popular. You know, uh, We are coming out with a seafood seasoning. Unfortunately, we don't have it in time for this year's shows, but we will have, we will have it for next year's shows. We'll look forward to that. Where can we find out more about Bob Southern Barbecue? You can go to www.smokin, S-M-O-K-I-N, southernbbq.com. Nice. All right. Hey, great to talk to you. Good luck to you. It's great to see you here at the Big E in the Rhode Island building. Thank you for talking to us today. Yep, it's a lot of fun, and thank you very much. Food Dude, Bruce Newberry. Bruce Newberry. The Food Dude.